Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people. It's Gwendolyn here from your virtual admin expert and welcome to Leading Behind the Scene, your weekly dose of inspiration to equip you to excel in business and life. So we are still talking about building a business you love with some of my fellow support professionals. And I'm really enjoying this topic because I love all the different perspectives and gems that these ladies are dropping. So having the business you want, one that excites you, that makes you wake up on Monday morning with a big smile on your face, that lets you do what you love the most and brings you growth and fulfillment is always the goal. So today, me and my girl, Nicole, we are just going to chat about this whole building a business thing. Let me tell y'all about Nicole. Hey, say hey, Nicole. Hey, (laughs) y'all. So, Nicole helps female founders, course creators, mastermind hosts, and coaches double their email list and access five and six figure launches by creating sizzling virtual summits to launch their awesome offers. With her team, she helps create and execute Oprah-level summits and subsequent launches from A to Z. When not helping women create their five-figure summits, you can find Nicole sitting VIP at a Backstreet Boys concert, of course, (laughs) after COVID, because I bet not catch her out there doing COVID, though. Nah, nah, we good. (laughs) We good. Or eating lunch in a big rig truck with her husband. So if you're looking to unleash your rock star status and create a cascade of leads, connections, and revenue from your next launch, then consider Nicole Ware your biz girlfriend. So, Nicole, me and you are like the hell no sisters in the mastermind group. <laughs> yes, we are. And one of these days, we're going to get our hands slapped <laughs> for the nonsense that we do in that group. <laughs> but until then, we will keep with the shenanigans. Yes, okay. we'll keep we'll keep telling people no. Oh, you need to no. Like, yes. fire them. You know, we'll keep saying that. <laughs> and we have so much fun. So, tell me about your journey to becoming an entrepreneur, and more importantly, how you like became the virtual summit launch strategist. So, tell me about tell me about that. Well, the funny thing is, okay, I'm a full-time registered nurse as well. So although people are like, oh, this is your side hustle. No, 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 no. This is my full-time love. And at some point, I'm going to become a side hustle nurse is what I'm going to do at some point. It will switch. <laughs> I'm going to do a side hustle nursing. Anyway, so, you know, I was going around this pre-COVID, being a nurse. And quite frankly, I just was like, I need to be creative. I need to have fun. I need mm. to, and nursing doesn't provide creativity, you know, wiping people's butts. <laughs> giving them a medication, you know, occasionally you'll get something real serious, but I needed creativity in my life where I can just create something 
and it be mine and put it out there in the world and see what happens. Mm. So I kind of got into the entrepreneurial space. I mean, you know, probably just like anybody Googling, you know, VA, you know, what is this? What's that? And, you know, nothing really kind of stuck until I started looking at virtual summits. And this is pre-COVID again. It was it was before all this went down and everyone started doing virtual summits. And I was like, oh, you can create an event online. And because I had created events for my nursing school, I um, was also, I'm also an instructor at uh, nursing programs. And mm-hmm. I had created these events where we put people together live in one room. And I was like, oh, that's so much fun. I could probably do that in the virtual space. And I tag teamed with a girlfriend and we created our first event. And it went well, like the authority she built, like all of a sudden people wow. were coming to her for that. Um, in some ways, she kind of was like, I don't really want to be known for this. You know, she kind of pivoted like, wait, a lot of people are coming to me for this and podcast things. And, you know, but it was it was and more people were on our list. Obviously, I think she I definitely think yep. she doubled her list. And even like the platform that we use came to us a couple months later, like, what did you do? How did you get the wow. success you did? Which was crazy because I was like, we didn't do that. Not much like like what what was it that you we did like, what you talking about I, yeah I was like I don't know and it was funny because she was like well I didn't do that go to Nicole and and I, I'm just telling honestly like well you know we built relationships <laughs> we were cool with people and they're like so tell us about the ad strategy you use. And I'm like, we can do all of that. <laughs> so anyway, so in all in all, I got into virtual summits just by essentially happening upon it, thinking, you know, that's a good fit. I think it's something I want to try. Wow. Um, and then I kind of grew it into what is Swimpreneur Online now at the beginning of 20, 2020 is when I really started saying, this is a thing. I need to grow it. Wow. Let's get entrepreneurs. And then COVID hit. <laughs> and then everybody was like, yo, we got to have a virtual summit. We got to, you know, we got to, you know, I can't have no live events. Oh no, we need to have a virtual event. And just last year, especially when the, the pivot was happening, it was a lot of teaching people what a virtual mm-hmm. event was. It is not That's the true. same. It is not the as same a live as, event. as a live event. So we had to teach people what it was. How do you monetize from a virtual event versus a live event? How to make it work? So it definitely was a little bit of a, a shift in the atmosphere of virtual summits, but that's that's my story. Yeah. Let me shut up. <laughs> and no, and it's a labor of love, right? Like for us who are in the online space, we know all the things that go into a virtual summit that people don't necessarily think about. Like they think it's like, oh, put up a Zoom link and then there it is and it happens. And I'm like, no. yeah. But what about the other 199 things that had to be done in the background? If it it is a good event that really provides content and they have, they do it with integrity, there's a lot behind that event. Absolutely. Um, Strategy, planning, interviewing, a lot of behind the scenes that goes Technology. Technology. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff that goes behind those events. It's not just pay me because I did this event. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> and I had to, I had to tell some people, uh-uh, no, I can't work with you. <laughs> like, Oh, you know, now that's a good you. question. So how do you decide who to work with? Because we know as virtual support professionals, we've learned that you don't have to work with everybody that wants to work with you. So how do you decide who to work with on okay. these virtual summits? Because they the- are a lot of work. Yes. Okay. Let me just say this because 
a lot of people, especially when you first start out, you feel like you have to take anything and everything. It and comes everything. to you. I got to take it. You know, where's my next check going to come? Out? Let me just take it. I learned so hard that not every check is a good check. I also learned very hard. The people who was like, well, I, I love your service. I love what you're about. I love all these things. <laughs> you you had this conversation? Um, they blow you up about how much, how amazing you are, but I just can't afford those prices. Okay. Then you can't afford me. I mean, like, but it, it can't, it, oh my goodness. So long for me to realize that I cannot support everybody. Yep. I just can't, I can provide the information and the content. Yep. I can do those things through social. You can, you know, follow me on Instagram. You can do all these things with me if you want to learn more information about summits. But I can't do DIY, or excuse me, do it for you, DFY. I cannot do it for you if you cannot afford the service. Yeah. And I can't change my pricing so you can afford the service. And I started coming up with a list of signs that that person is not the right person. Mm. Yeah, like you, do like tell. Do tell. one when they say I can't afford your prices. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, oh my god! Number one, <laughs> Number one, <laughs> right I go, in the beginning. Do we not catch that as a red flag? We're like, oh well, what can you afford? What's yes, yes, no, 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 yes. no, 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 no. Just stop the conversation. Stop and go and say, okay, understood. Well, let me make sure that I send you some resources of things that might be better for your budget. That's good. And who to solo bless and release? Here you That's go. It. And my you mom know, would say, release them to their higher good. Release them. <laughs> release them. But look, look, I release them to. Uh, an affiliate link. They can mm-hmm. sign up for this. They mm-hmm. can sign up for that. And all of them are affiliate links. So I could possibly get some money from that, that mm-hmm. interaction. But I don't have to support because they can't afford me. And that's okay. And that's okay. And they, but they told me it too. So, but that's okay because I want to support them in other ways. I want to follow them on Instagram. I want to maybe, you know, uh, whatever retweet, I say retweet It's repost something on my stories that they're promoting. I want to still get to know them and support them, that's but good. I cannot support them in a DFY done for you service. Yeah, I that's just good. That's good. And and you hit on something so good about having that conversation when people like come with all the compliments and how amazing you are. There's one thing that always sticks in my head that my mom always says is people value you until there's a dollar amount involved. And so they have to pay for your services. Mm-hmm. That's when you learn what they really value. And yeah. I was like, hmm. Okay, so give me another sign. What's another sign? <laughs> so another sign is going to be any sort of, I don't know, personality quirk. For instance, I had a client who, uh, you know, we had we had really just come off a meeting with another client. It was really a high meeting. We were excited, blah, blah, blah. We were a few minutes late. I will grant that. I sent an email saying, hey, we're going to be a few minutes late. We're with another client, blah, blah. We were on a high. We were getting all the things. And to me, it's like, if you expect it from, you know, we're doing it from one client, we'll do it for you. We'll make sure you get everything you need. But that particular client needed something from us and we weren't going to just drop them. We went to the next client, the next client meeting, we meeting me and my COO, and we got chastised. 
I think it is very unprofessional that you guys would be one minute late. And I think that, you know, you guys should, you know, you know, it's just, it's not okay that this, and I was like, whoa, are we we getting chastised? Are we getting chastised? Like, and we got off that meeting, like she's psycho. Like (laughs) why, why did, and she's, and you know what, in retrospect, I should have said, this will not work out. Thank you very much. I will refund your money. I think you, you know, these are better fit people for you. Because for me, making sure that all my clients are taken care of, we let her know what the issue was, that we are with another client, that we need to make yeah. sure we stay in this space. We were going to get to you. We're going to make sure we go through all the things that we need to go through with you and nothing yeah. will be left unturned. We will provide that same service to you. It started off on a bad foot. Wow. And there should have, it's something in my gut said, give the money back give the money back. And not only that, Mm. not only that, the full payment of the package was not even there. I reduced a rate for that person. That person got on because they said they could not afford. So remember that, remember number one, number one, (laughs) (laughs) number one rule. Now it's coming to bite me because that same person is now telling me that I'm unprofessional on this and that and this and that. Where if you would have just said in number one, I would have never got to number two. I would have never had that experience. My COO would have never had that experience. You know what I'm saying? It would have never happened. We would have cut off at the past. That's a gem right there. So what do you love most about your business? Look, let me give me one more because I think this is a good one. Okay, one more. (laughs) One more, one more. No, one more. When everything is dependent on this service. Their money, their hopes, their dreams, everything is dependent on it. They're like, you Girl, know, you are a preacher right now. <laughs> when this is my last dime, this is I'm putting everything. And I've had a I've had a client like that as well. And I didn't in my gut say this is not right for you because they're expecting you to be the savior. And I always say, like, we're going to come in and support you. We're going to be a business partner with you. Mm-hmm. but like how much money you make is not my fault. Like how much money you make or don't make is not on me. Like, cause I don't know if you didn't know how to sell your program. I don't know if you speak all true. know what you're talking about when you get in front of the people. Like, I don't know if you <laughs> made the content like you were supposed to. It could have been your content writer who didn't write your message right. Like, the, I don't copywriting your website, whatever the case, what everything you just do, said. What you're not going to do is put that on me. <laughs> That's what you're not going to do. Every single thing you just said. And as a virtual summit, we can we can put all the pieces together of a great yes. summit. And something sometimes they don't they don't get every part of it. So they don't order the copywriting because they think they can do it themselves. That's mm-hmm. fine. No problem. But the fact of the matter is, this is the strategy. And if not all strategy pieces are together, then it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have the same outcome right. as everybody else. Right. So we have to be very, very realistic and provide expectations. So that's that's the third one. That's the third one. When they're that, last now, that dime. Was a good one. So I'm glad you, yeah. That, <laughs> Please we don't. We have to come back and do a whole other conversation on yes. that one because yes. that's good. Please don't. Don't accept that one. It seems like they seem very desperate. The desperateness, they scream desperate. It's the last dime. You're going to help me resurrect something that was dead. I'm not Jesus. I'm not none of that. I'm none of those things. Do not. Sorry. Sorry, Gwendolyn. You know know how we. I was going to say, we are not in the mastermind chat right now. 
Sorry. <laughs> I know. Okay, so this is professional. Come on, this is professional. Okay, we're gonna behave. Sorry, folks, <clears throat> be proud of us. Okay. <laughs> so, love what it. do you love most about your business? I love the team aspect of it. So I know, you know, you and me, you know, what's going on there. I yes. love building a team and just supporting a team. That's what I love about it right now. So it's like before it was definitely, and I still love having the client interaction. I still love getting in there, supporting the client, giving them that emotional support. Because there's a lot of parts of virtual summits that are very emotional and mindset driven. And I love providing those things, but I also love providing opportunities for my team to shine. So if my, so if somebody says something, I'm like, that's all Taryn. That's the CEO. She's amazing, isn't she? Look how people come that. People come back to her to try to hire her. And she's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> like people try to hire her because they know um, she, I put her on shine. I make her like, look, she's amazing. And she does the same back for me. But for team members that do well, I like to put them on blast of being amazing and all those things. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm getting there. I'm I'm in this building team mode too, girl. Me too. Me too. Trust this. me. Trust me, I don't have the team fully there, but it gets fun when you have a team. It gets even, you become that COO. It's fun. That's the the moment. Like I am for real, for real, like running a whole, I told my mom, I'm like for real, for real running like a whole business right now. Like like for real. (laughs) Yes. But it's like, it's not no fake, fake thing no more. Like it's not a hobby. Yes. You know, it's not like, oh, this is a side hustle. It ain't no side hustle. Like these, these are people. These this are people. Is real thing. Of, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I have to ask this question because, you know, we have all of these pieces that we love because for the most part, like 98% we love. There's always like that one to 2% thorn. So what do you love least about your business? <laughs> Keeping up with the financials. I cannot stand any of that. I did hire somebody for it. So that's part of my team now. (laughs) So I hired somebody for it, but there's still some parts where they like, nah, come on, Nicole, you gotta, you gotta look at it. At least you got, you know, I'm like, no, no, you tell me what to do, you know, but she's like, you gotta at least look at it. You gotta participate in your own financials. I'm like, okay, fine. But I think personally when people are, Oh, let me talk about the money. Once you start getting to a certain level, of making certain amount of money in this business, it turns, it becomes different. It's not just I'm paying myself. It's I'm paying people to do a service. Other people. For a while there, I really was looking at profit first. Well, then it's like, well, now I got a team. So how'd that work? You know? Girl. <laughs> so, so it becomes difficult to do them percentages. Like, you know, and that. You'd be and, like, like, I don't know, like, how much can I pay that person for that? You know, and it, it becomes different when you start adding the team members and stuff. So financials have, for the most part, never really been fun. You know what I mean? And people are like, oh, well, you're making more money. Isn't that exciting? More money, more problems, honey. And, and more <laughs> operating expenses, okay? Yes, like, yes. Yeah, and, and that's something that I think people don't realize. Like, them operating expenses, you're not just taking money off the top anymore. You got to pay people. You got to make sure that all your systems are paid. And, that's and your technology you increases, right? People think because we're virtual, we don't have overhead. Like, we don't have as much overhead as somebody in a physical space, mm-hmm. but we still have overhead because when our team expands, like even our technology expands, right? Yes. Like I had to increase the package on my project management system because mm-hmm. I needed to add more users because my team grew. And then I was like, oh, yeah. like I forgot that I was going to have to pay that other little hefty price. <laughs> 
And it's funny because once you get to that one time, yeah, that little free thing didn't work no more. I was like, wait, I got to pay? Like, in order, (laughs) it goes to this amount of free and then you got to start paying for it. And I'm like, oh, dang on it. So yeah, Yeah. it's it's a change. Yeah. And people don't understand that. So before we go, what would you say to the entrepreneur who is like struggling to build a business they love? Well, look, I... Well, I hope that nothing we have said discourages you. (laughs) (laughs) There's the nonsense we put out. (laughs) I hope we do love this. We really, we really do. But honestly, I would, you know, if if I didn't, it'd be gone. Trust and believe that. But what I would say for those who are maybe struggling is to keep with it. Be consistent. That's the one thing that in the beginning, whenever I was kind of trying different things, I was not consistent. But Mm. when I found my thing and I stuck with it and I kept going with it. So virtual summits was my thing. It worked. But when you're kind of jumping and like, well, that didn't work for 10 minutes, you know, like, oh, well, I'm going to be VA. Okay. Um, well, I didn't get any clients after 10 minutes and I, I can't do it. Wait, like, did you put any, you know, like it, it takes time to jumpstart a business. So don't, you know, don't quit after 10 seconds of saying you're going to no. do something. And I would say that struggling part of it is a mindset shift in investing mm-hmm. in myself. I really did make a I've never been I've never been cheap so I'd be like let me put money on that. But <laughs> but I've never been a cheap person. So like VIP, you know, come on. But I think you have to change the mindset of investing in yourself, not just with money, but with your consistency. Yeah. I'm investing in myself by yeah. putting this time in. I'm putting time into something. Yeah. Um, so investing in yourself. Yeah, I love that. Well, Nicole, thank you for being my wing woman today. You know, we always have so much fun. We cut up. That's what it is. Are, I want one day. One day we'll behave. I think when Tasha, no. when Tasha smacks our love. Yeah, then, one day she's going to tell us to stop. But <laughs> until then. <laughs> then. We'll just keep with the shenanigans. <laughs> I love it. It's okay. It, it'll be okay. Yes. Well, beautiful people, thank you so much for joining us. It is possible to build a business that you love. So if you have an idea that can solve a problem, go for it. If you have any questions or tips or experiences, leave them in the comments. We love engaging with you. And be sure to follow me on all of social media at Your Admin Expert and subscribe to the email list on the website at yourvirtualadminexpert.com. Nicole, tell the beautiful people how to connect with you. Yes, go to Fempreneur online on Instagram if you want to get my DMs and say that, tell me, you listen to this episode and you're all about the shenanigans too. Please let me know. Um, but that's a great way to get with me. If you are interested in virtual summits or creating a virtual summit, go to fempreneuronline.com. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And I will see you next week for another segment of Leading Behind the Scenes. Good night. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scenes. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.